Hey, it's Dr. Michael Rich, the pediatrician. I'm a practicing pediatrician and child health researcher who works with children and the media they use and how they use them and helps all of us determine and decide how to raise healthy children in a digitally saturated world. I'm here with Christelle Lavallee, pediatrics educator. Hey. So, Michael, we have a really short question because it came to us via Twitter. This is from Chris. He's a dad in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He wrote and or tweeted, I should say, and he said, how do I talk to my kids about using the Internet? You know, short little, yeah, <laughs> not vague at all. Well, this is a very interesting question uh, that I get from parents as a pediatrician who specializes in adolescence. And the interesting thing is they are more nervous and confused about the internet talk than they are about the sex talk. Oh, that's crazy. Why? Why do you think well, that is? I, I think it's because they believe, rightly or wrongly, that they have some expertise in the realm of sex. <laughs> But they look at their kids online and they realize that their kids run rings around them on the internet. They're more savvy. Exactly. And so I think that the important thing to realize is that for these kids, the internet is not different than the physical world. We think of online and offline. We think of real world and virtual world. They do not. They move seamlessly between the internet and the physical world in terms of relationships, communications, entertainment, play. And so many of the skills and much of the knowledge he has accrued as a parent in the real world can be applied to using the internet. He just needs to help them understand that they need to use the internet in ways that are healthy for them, safe for them, and are respectful of themselves and others. Um, So it's about being a good citizen and taking care of oneself and others in that space the same way as they do in the physical world. So the idea of IRL or in real life is really not applicable anymore. Everything online is as real and as important to these kids as everything in the offline space. Absolutely. But they also have to understand the relative importance of these different spaces and what they mean. Um, So, in other words, kids put a lot of extra weight into social media relationships that may not be warranted by the nature of those relationships. And so, they need to be raised and help them grow up in the online space, much as you help them grow up in the offline space. So... Chris is a dad. He's Mm -hmm. in Albuquerque. And we know that he's a little bit savvy because he tweeted to us. Right. So I I think that maybe he just needs kind of a starting point almost to frame the internet. He just says, using the internet. It's not even social media. It's nothing like that. You do such a good job of setting the stage for parents. How can you set the stage for Chris in terms of answering this question, like having that conversation with his kids? Well, I would not just set the stage, but I would set the seat for him. And that seat should be (laughs) right next to his son while using the internet. Mm. And take that advantage that he sees his son having of his adeptness, his facility with the internet, and come to his son as a student and say, show me, 
how to do Facebook. Show me how to play Fortnite and do it with his son. And some interesting things happen there. First of all, our kids are so accustomed to us telling them what to do, how to do it, how well to do it, how to go back and do it again better and better, that this role reversal of the child being the teacher and the parent being the student allows their child to be much more open and sharing and, frankly, showing off (laughs) of his abilities there. But it also lowers their defensive radar to the point where then he can ask his child, wow, this is what you can do on social media. Do you, you know, do you have any thought about how other people might receive this information, how they might feel about it? Because most of what is received often in terms of cyberbullying may not be intentional bullying. It may just be someone making a joke, but doing it clumsily. Miscommunication. Absolutely. And the problem, of course, with social media is when that kind of a tease happens in real life, in the playground or whatever, you have body language, you have nuance, you have tone. All those signals. Absolutely. And you can see if you've hurt that person, you know, by what you say and do. So, One of the things that I say, one of my cardinal rules for teaching kids about the internet is the grandma rule. I love this rule. (laughs) The grandma rule is quite simply, don't put anything online you don't want grandma to see because she can. I think that's great, Michael. And the grandma rule is something that I remind myself of all the time. I think we all could. And I love the idea of having Chris empower his kids in this way, you know, sitting down and saying, hey, you teach me. But... I think that's great for a seven-year-old or a tween. What if, because we didn't get a lot of information from this tweet, uh-huh. uh, what if this is a young kid and he's just trying to introduce his kid to the internet? What do you say to that parent? Well, I think the most important thing is first for the parent to recognize the internet or a smartphone or any of these interactive devices and applications as a tool. Not as a toy, yes. but as a tool. <laughs> and just as he would introduce a child to an electric power saw when he has need for that tool and he has the ability to use it responsibly and safely, we should approach the internet and all these devices exactly the same way. That's so, such a good point. <laughs> he, you know, if, if your child does not need the internet for schoolwork, for communicating with grandma, grandpa, uh, or any of those things, there's no need to introduce it just to introduce it. But when you introduce it, you sit down with them and you teach them just as you would with that electrical saw. And you would show them how to use it to build a birdhouse, right? But not to cut their hand off. (laughs) And, And so I think that if we can take that stance with our child of any age and ask that question, is my child both in need of this tool and capable of handling this tool? And it's not just a blanket welcome to the internet. It's also doing specific things on the internet and making the child aware that those things are to be done, but other things are not to be done without your guidance in that area as well. I I think that's... Great. I love the image of the internet being a tool, even that kind of power saw tool. I think that that's one that sticks. 
Okay, Chris, thank you so much for writing us or tweeting to us. Best of luck. Let us know how that talk goes. Um, Hopefully it's easier now than the sex talk will be. And uh, for those of you out there who want more information and to learn more about the science behind this advice, you can visit askthemediatrician.org. You can also follow our mediatrician on Twitter at mediatrician. And just be sure to share and subscribe to this podcast. And enjoy your internet while enjoying your children and raising them wisely. Ask the Mediatrician is hosted by Dr. Michael Rich. Joined by pediatrics educator Christelle Lavalley. Jill R. Cavanaugh is our Chief Knowledge Officer. Original music composed by Christopher Cerf. Podcast and music recorded, mixed, and edited at Saturn Sound Studios. Executive producer Alicia Haywood. 